All right, we start our third and final hour. Welcome back. Or good morning, good afternoon. You know the drill. Clones, listen up. Not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered. All come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares to Old Trapper. What is your beef? All right, so we start this third hour. We've talked a lot of football. I want to change up and talk some basketball. One thing that I do want to get to before the end of the program, I want to talk about the Lakers' decision to hang a banner for their in-season tournament championship. I mean, hey, you got hot. You got hot at the right time. You were into it. You played well. Ripped off seven in a row. Congrats. A banner? Really? Is that what it's come to with the LA Lakers? A banner for ears in-season tournament. I will have that for you before the end of the program. In the meantime, 1-800-636-8686. Hit us up. I want to talk for a minute, though, about Golden State. Hey, Warrior fan, it has been a minute since I've checked in with you, and I want to do so right now. Probably not for the reasons you think. Now, I'm not checking in with you because you're off to a tough start. Under 500, 10 and 12. I'm not checking in with with you right now because you're currently 11th, currently 11th in the West. It's early. It's December. No time to panic. You don't need to panic yet. No need to sound any alarms yet. Not with these guys, especially these guys. Not with the pedigree that they have. Even if they are a little long in the tooth, they're still dangerous. I'm not throwing dirt on Steph. I'm not throwing dirt on Clay. I'm not throwing dirt on Dre. There's still time, plenty of time for them to figure it out and get right. I trust Steve Kerr. If anybody can figure it out, it's Steve Kerr. So, no, I'm not going to sound any alarm. We don't have a Golden State Warrior alarm to add to Alvin's list of alarms. We don't have that. However, speaking of Steve Kerr, now here's what I want to say about Steve Kerr. He's not only one of the most respected coaches in all of sports, not just basketball. I would go as far as to say he is one of the most respected figures in sports. Which is why it was so shocking to see him disrespected as brutally as he was of late. And even more remarkable, when you consider who dissed him as badly as he did. Usually you don't get the better of Steve Kerr. Because generally he's the smartest guy in the room. Like again, you want to talk about a class act. You want to talk about a class act, Steve Kerr. You want to talk about a class act being epically trolled, Steve Kerr. I present to you Kerr v. the Suns in Arena DJ. Let's just say the dude with the five championship rings got the worst of this exchange, if you can believe that. And yes, you heard me correctly. The Phoenix Suns in Arena DJ, Chris Villa. Got over on Steve Kerr. Now, remember when Kerr put Via on blast a couple of weeks back? Maybe you missed it. Or maybe you didn't. But do you remember? Via sure as hell did. And obviously had been planning his clap back quietly. 
But before we get to that, let me reset the entire scene for you. Let's go back a couple of weeks. When the Doves lost to the Suns in Phoenix, Kerr went on a mini rant about the volume of the music inside the arena. He compared it to a, quote, South Beach club. Although in this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like, I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole, whole game. It's just this thumping techno club music. Can we just have a basketball game anymore? What the hell? That's strong. That is a really good soundbite. Like, he's pissed. He's not playing. He's not, like, making light of it, and this is kind of funny. He's pissed. What the hell? Alvin, one more time, in full. Although in this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like, I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole, whole game. It's just this thumping like, techno doing? club music. Can we just have a basketball game anymore? What the hell? Hey, listen, when they start laughing, he's like, hey, man. I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to make a joke. In other words, man, get that smirk off your face. What the hell? What the hell are we doing in here? Can we just play basketball? Like, what are we doing? So that was Steve Kerr a little over two weeks ago. You know, came off a bit like an old guy yelling at a cloud. But I understand the frustrations. His team is struggling. He can't hear himself think. He can't communicate with his team, which is struggling. So the last thing that he wants is to deal with heavy techno thumping so loud that he can't hear himself think. Steve Kerr has been around long enough to know that that's part of the gig, especially on the road. He knows that better than anybody. He was a part of that Chicago Bulls dynasty The Spurs dynasty, the Warriors dynasty, my man knows. He knows they're going into hostile environments. He knows they've got a bullseye on their back at all times, and especially if they're down. I think he was just a little frustrated after the game, and the heavy house was not helping, so he just blew off a little steam and went in on the anonymous in-house DJ. Well, the in-house DJ is no longer anonymous. I mean, it might seem like not a big thing. Yeah, that's just Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr can, right? He's Steve Kerr. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving. No harm, no foul. Except, of course, if you're the Suns in-house DJ. Except, of course, if you're Chris Villa. He ain't having it. If you're the Suns in-house DJ and you hear that, what are you supposed to do? This, clearly, there's only one thing you can do when a legendary coach takes a run at you and your gig. There's only one way to respond to that, and my man did exactly that. Check out Via's response to Steve Kerr. Check out what he played for the Suns' home crowd at their last game. Listen to this. You know what? In this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just this thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping 
Damn, Via. Via went there. Damn, Via. Steve, my dude, how do you like that? How'd that feel? A savage troll by the Suns DJ. I see you working, Via. Hey, look, I get it. DJ Chris was just doing his job, minding his own business, when Coach Kerr sideswiped him. So DJ Chris responded. And you know what? He had no choice. He had no choice. That dude could not let the DJ community be disrespected like that, even by an all-time great coach, even by an all-time class act. And come to find out going after that random DJ was an all-time bad decision, as if the Warriors didn't have enough concerns without some DJ going in on their coach. Alvy, can I hear that epic drop, that epic troll one more time? It's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Well played, Via. Well played. One question, though, my guy. When you did that, and I know you were proud of yourself, and you should be. That was really good. And I know you couldn't wait to push that out there. But when you did that, the Suns weren't even playing the Warriors. Steve Kerr wasn't even in the building when you did that. So why not wait? Why not hold that? Because probably the dude was so happy about it and had been dissed so badly, he couldn't wait to get it out there. So that's what he did. They didn't do that against the Warriors. Except it did make its way back to Steve Kerr. Check out what, here's the back and forth now. Here's what Kerr said yesterday in response to the Suns DJ's response to him. I had about 100 people send me uh, the, t- the tweet. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready. I think it's hilarious. I love it. We're, we're in the entertainment business, and uh, I may have, you know, I may have to respond with something of my own. Mm-hmm. We'll see what that is. Blast some music tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I got to have something ready. You loved it. You thought it was hilarious. Not at the first time. Not when he did it. Yeah, but of course Steve Kerr handled that. Of course Steve Kerr rolled with that. He handles everything. Even some DJ who puts him on blast after he started the beef. Especially because Kerr started the beef. Best news is the beef may be ongoing. Worst news is Kerr, because he's so smart, is having fun with it and kind of diffusing it. Or maybe, maybe he's not. Beef ain't beef if it ain't personal. Hey, don't look now. What do we have here? Warriors at Suns tonight. See, that's what I mean, Via. Why didn't you wait for that? The dude was so happy with himself, he had to get it out there. Or maybe he's smart. Maybe he knows he'll get a second run at it. Maybe he has something special. Maybe that was just the appetizer. Maybe my man's got the real, real thing tonight. I don't know. This could erupt into Coachella if both sides aren't careful. We're this close to having a DJ v. DJ set off. Forget Curry v. Durant. Actually, Shams just reported that Durant is actually out tonight. No way. No way. 
Forget Booker v. Green. I don't even care that Bradley Beal is finally coming back tonight. Give me Suns DJ on the ones and twos, raining house fire on the doves, and Kerr getting the chance to respond. Now we're talking. Hell yes. Forget that gimmicky little IST. Gimmicky little bitch. Forget about that cute little fake banner and knock off Larry O. This is what I'm talking about. The association's next great rivalry. Kerr v. the Suns DJ. You know what this reminds me of? The Steve Kerr mix reminded me of a mix that we did here during the early stages of COVID. If any positive came out of the pandemic, it was the emphasis on washing your hands. And by the way, you should still be doing that. You should have been doing that before the pandemic. You should still be doing that right now. But if anything positive came out of that, it was the emphasis of that. Kind of sad that we needed a international pandemic, a global pandemic, to remind the importance of washing your hands. But unfortunately, we did. So we made the boom, filth, out of here mix. Albie? Wash your hands. Filth. Out of here. Doing it clean. I'd like to one Filth. guy. I'm clean. Out of clean it up. Clean Filth. up everything right Filth. away. Walk somebody Filth. back, I guess. Huh? Jerry here, and Filth. I'm Mr. Clean. Bathing or showering or soaking. Hey, Romy, it's actually Filth. dirty D. Clean up on aisle Filth. three. Out of here. What? Wash your hands. Clean. Don't forget me. Too dry. You know what? It's been way too long since we did that. And while there may no longer be a pandemic, there is still COVID. And actually, I feel like I have not done my part. Alvi, neither of you, neither one of us have done our part, that we have been sitting on this and not playing it and reminding people, wash your damn hands, please, and don't forget to dry them, Alvin. Wash your hands. You know why we did that? A couple of reasons. Number one, it was the right thing to do. And I was trying to be somebody who was going to lead the charge. And number two, it was a global pandemic. Everything shut down. There were no sports. We had to get creative with the show. We stayed on the air. Everything shut down, but we stayed on the air. We had to get creative. So my thought was, all right, how do I get creative and at the same time make a difference? How do I get creative and somehow help? To remind everybody to wash their damn hands, please. And don't forget to dry them. Out of here. What? Alvin. Wash your damn hands. Genius. Don't forget to dry. There you go. You're welcome. Wash your damn hands, please. And don't forget to dry them. Thumping. (laughs) So we'll see about tonight. Yo, Via, you got some run, yo. You got more run. Do you have a little something? 
for Steve Kerr, or to Steve Kerr, I have a little something for you. The next great association rivalry via V. Kerr. All right, still ahead, I want to talk about the in-season tourney. The Lakers' decision to hang a banner. Is that what it's come to? And maybe you saw the Kobe quote that went viral. I want to reset all that. In the meantime, hit me up, 1-800-636-8686. Also, you can respond on the X at Jim Rome. You can email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at habitake.com. One as I go to break. Hi, Jim. You definitely, and she's got it in bold, definitely need to add that Suns DJ mix to your top 75 Odyssey list. Bell B in Calgary. Hey, Bill, you know where that list stands right now? At one, the one you just put on it. I never did that list. I never got there. Hey, Alvin, what are you doing addressing the media on TV right now? Just kidding. All right, when we come back, what's that? Nah, wrong monitor. Not right. Not Riley Leonard. When we come back. <laughs> I've got one more to go to break with. Rome. V D. He's talking about V and the fee. V D is the tooliest tool bag in all the land. What an idiot with his stupid ass nicknames. Is this clown 10 years old? Grow the hell up, nerd boy, and move out of your parents' basement. How do you still read his crap? I really hope he isn't one of the clones your author is going to call. I guarantee the book would tank if so. Brian in Erie. Thanks, Brian. Who are you, Ernest Hemingway? Thanks, Fitzgerald. All decide who to put in the book and who not to put in the book. And I can't control whether or not the book tanks or not. But I don't think, Brian, your take is the one that's going to determine whether or not that book ends up on a lot of shelves or not. Quote, I really hope he isn't one of the clones that your author is going to call. Guarantee the book would tank if so. Hey, Brian, do me a favor. You leave that to me and you just buy the book whenever it comes out. How about that? All right, when we come back, I do want to talk about the Lakers. Good idea or bad idea to hang that banner? Guess it really depends on who you are. Apparently, the Lakers think it's a good idea. I have thoughts. That guy's got thoughts. I wonder what my dude Kobe would think about that. Actually, I already know. Because he was already on record with it. Also, thoughts on Zion, who again is defending criticism that he's fat and out of shape. Fat! And out of shape. Fat! And out of shape. Fat! His answer was to go off last night. All right. That's one night. But if you're fat every day, fat! What good is that? All right, you made your point last night. But what if the next time out, 
you explode your sneakers again. Because of what? Fat. Dude, you're like five years in. Why is this still a discussion? Sneakers should not explode. Not well-made ones. Hey, Jim. I can't believe that DJ Chris didn't remix Steve Kerr to my tune. Regards, Darude. Wore a Sandstorm Steve Kerr remix. Chris in Toronto. If anybody can, it's Alvin, man. Don't try him. It's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? (laughs) I'm being dead serious. Like, I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole, whole game. It's just this thumping techno club music. Can we just have a basketball game anymore? What the hell? It's good. I love that. I miss Sandstorm. That used to be a Friday staple. I miss that so much. Man, that feels good. All right, keep coming. We'll come right back. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Thumping. Discover wants everybody to feel special. This is why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you are never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations to apply. So, well, LeCap was running around Saturday night bagging it up on that hideous court in Vegas and acting like the NBA Cup was the Lario and the Lombardi and Lord Stanley's Cup and the Commissioner's piece of metal all rolled into one. We really should have seen it coming, right? We should have all known right then and there that the Lakers making an enormous deal out of this in-season tournament win was not going to stop once they left Vegas. Apparently, according to the Lakers, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless the Lakers win the NBA Cup in Vegas. Then they want to throw it in everybody's face as much as possible and hang a banner for it. That's right. The tradition-rich historical franchise that is the Lakers announced yesterday they will be hanging an in-season tournament champions banner right up there in the rafters with the 17 banners from real actual championships. They're really going to fly that banner up there. Pretty slippery slope, isn't it? What's next? Are you going to announce a parade as well? Are they going to get ginormous Diamond-encrusted, studded rings for that championship? 
Is LeCap going to try to tell us that this counts as an official ring on his official resume in his official bid to become the official GOAT? Because that's how they're acting. That's what it feels like. Are they all going to gather around him? We won the in-season tourney. Anybody who knows anything about the Lakers organization, except apparently the Lakers themselves, already know that there's a policy in place for this kind of thing. It's really very simple. It's really very clear. I thought it was a part of the so-called Laker covenant. Why don't I just let the legend, the Mamba, my guy Kobe, lay this out for you? Listen to Kobe. Almost like Kobe knew. Like Kobe could see the future. Kobe knew something like this might happen. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said this. Listen to the legendary words of Kobe Bryant. This franchise does not hang division banners. <laughs> it does not hang conference championships. <laughs> we hang one banner and one banner only, and that's NBA titles. And you may not like it. You may think it sucks. You may think it's not great sportsmanship. Get over it. It is what it is. It's a city of champions for a reason. I mean, legend, goosebumps, chills. How would the Lakers not know about that? How could they conveniently forget about that? He just said it. We do not hang division banners. We do not hang conference championships. You hang one banner and one banner only, and that's NBA titles. You may not like it. Get over it. It's the city of champions for a reason. I'm telling you, hearing his voice, that kind of gave me chills. I'd like to hear that one more time, Alvin. This franchise does not hang division banners. <laughs> it does not hang conference championships. <laughs> we hang one banner and one banner only, and that's NBA titles. And you may not like it. You may think it sucks. You may think it's not great sportsmanship. Get over it. It is what it is. It's a city of champions for a reason. Yeah, well, apparently not anymore. That was the Kobe standard. The Kobe standard was the gold standard. But apparently now we've moved on to the LeCap standard, which is based on LeCap and LeCap's legacy over the Laker organization or Laker standards or the standards of the city of champions. Are we just going to hang banners for the sake of LeBron's legacy or his take? Because they won seven games in a row? Is there a seven-game banner? Why stop there? Why don't we just hang a Space Jam 2 banner? Never mind that the movie was an abomination. Never mind that it ruined one of the all-time great movie franchises ever. Clearly, LeCap's got no problem with any of that. So go ahead. Hang a Space Jam 2 banner right next to their newly minted in-season tournament banner. Why don't we start hanging banners for two-game winning streaks? Why don't we hang a banner every time they win a game? 
Why don't we create a LeBron wing up in the rafters? You can stick the IST banner up there, the Space Jam 2 banner up there, the all-time scoring record banner up there. Hey, you know what? What the hell? Why not put the Cavaliers championship banner up there while we're at it? Hey, why stop there? As long as it's up to LeBron, why don't we put his two heat banners up there? It's all about LeBron. Let's keep this thing going. You can get my dude, Jeff Perlman, to write a book about the incredible and improbable run through the in-season tournament and then turn that book into an awesome cable TV show. In fact, why don't we all, don't we all just agree that the NBA Cup is the new Larry O? That it's better than the Larry O? And that the rest of the season is now irrelevant because the Lakers are already the true champions? I mean, they are hanging banners. Look, I'm glad that some people, mostly Laker fans, were into the tourney. And I'll give you this. It was better than I expected. It was. There was some electricity. It was not the worst idea ever. The Ears Invitational was not a total flop or a bomb for the commissioner. It may even have potential with some tweaking. But the one thing that it does not need is a banner. And certainly not from the most historic franchise in the NBA. Think of the worst franchise in the NBA. And it would still be an embarrassment if they hung a banner. Now think of the best and most historic franchise in the NBA. And then where does that leave you? The Lakers hanging a banner. If that's so LeBron can pad his legacy, then that's one of the most cringe things ever. Somehow more cringe than that dude getting picked number one overall. Or a dude being picked number one overall and then choosing food over the NBA. That was kind of a Zion sideswipe at the end because I'm out of time. Mmm. Mmm. Food. Mmm. Mmm. More mm. food. Mmm. Mmm. Ribs. Dude. You gotta make a choice, Zion. Food or ball? I'll make this very simple. Make a choice. Food or ball? Mmm. Ribs or rings? Mmm. Burritos or the life? Mm. Unless the burritos are the life. Let's see here. At Scott is that guy writes, Dear at Jim Rome, Alvy knows a little something about thumping. Come on! <laughs> James in Portland. Hey, Scott, you know what? You're no longer that guy, dude. You were that guy. I defended your Come use of that on. handle. Stop trying to imitate somebody who cannot be imitated. Something. James in Portland. He's one of one. He's one of a kind. It's Come his on. brand. It's his thing. Leave it alone. Coach T does not what agree with me. At not Coach T writes, how can you legitimize the IST to the rest of the league? Lakers hanging the banner is a good thing. It puts purpose on the tourney. 
The team with the most history putting emphasis on the IST is good for the league. What? Let's go Barbara Walters on you, coach, but what? Wait, so what you're telling me is... Is what? Whether or not it's a good thing is not determined until the Lakers weigh in. It's a good thing if it's deemed a good thing by those who play it. We don't need to wait for the Lakers to let us know. Wait, so what you're telling me is it's a good thing because they're going to fly that banner, but if they weren't going to fly that banner, then it wouldn't be a good thing. It's only a good thing because the Lakers said so. Oh, 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 oh. So the other teams are going to care because the Lakers are hanging the banner. The other teams are going to try harder and care more because the Lakers are flying the banner. What? Come on, man. That makes no sense at all. At all. You know what makes even less sense than that take? Not Coach T? The Lakers hanging the banner in the first place. I think I'm going to go with Kobe's point of view. We're the freaking Lakers. We don't hang divisional banners. We don't hang conference banners. We hang championship banners because we are the city of champions. Kobe Bryant gets the last word. All right, we'll come back. And when we do, you can weigh in. Hey, listen, I'll admit it. It was better than I thought it would be because I thought it would suck. And I thought it would be a disaster. It's kind of fun. Got a star or two that came from it. A little bit of energy. But you should not be hanging banners for it. Colorado Rockies hanging a wild card banner back in the day. Can't believe that. Let's get you a sports update because it's long overdue. Here you go. Here is Rich Ackerman. I'm still looking for a huge call, believe it or not. Last segment. All right, so here's a take that does not work either. Rome, I'm glad the Lakers won the pointless in-season tournament to bring, quote, excitement to the early regular season. But let's be honest. Everybody would be crushing LeBron and the Lakers if they didn't win it. Talking about how they couldn't even win that yet, let alone get to the finals. JP in Riverside, Laker Angel and Cowboy fan. JP, I mean, dude, really? Quote, let's be honest. Everybody would be crushing LeBron and the Lakers if they didn't win it. Hey, JP, let's be honest. Nobody would be crushing LeBron and the Lakers if they didn't win it. Nobody would give a damn. Nobody would care. They were a sub-500 team when that thing started. What are you talking about? Everybody... Not only would everybody not be crushing them, I don't think one person would be crushing them. They've long since moved on. The Lakers aren't who we thought they were. They aren't even who they were last year. They're a team that can get hot in short spurts, and for whatever reason, they decided that tournament was important to them, and they did get hot. 
AD played well. LeBron played well. They can do so in short spurts. But no. People would not be rushing in to crush them if they didn't win that tournament. Nobody would give a damn. Don't agree with that at all. Just as I don't agree with them hanging a, quote, championship banner. And I know that Kobe wouldn't agree with it. He said as much back in the day. All right, let's go to the phones. I'm guessing this guy wants to respond to some of this, all of it. Who knows? We go to the fee. V in the fee. Yo, V, what up? Shaquille Romeo, my brother. I'm absolutely sick to my freaking stomach with the Lakers hanging up this stupid, idiotic banner. For every second that worthless banner is in the Raptors, the lore of the Lakers dies just a little bit, and it hurts so bad. The only place to hang that garbage is in the toilets, so I can actually piss on it myself. And, you know, we know this happened, too. I guarantee, Jim, Commissioner Freak begged the Lakers to hang up a banner so he, so he could have some weight to his stupid moronic tournament. And the only weight that happened to your tournament, Alien Silver, was brought to you from that idiot Zion weighs a ton. Holy crap, Jim. Did you see my man the semifinals looking like a semi-truck? Booger McDonald's twin. You were supposed to be the next Michael Jordan, not the next Michael Jardians. Enjoy that crap, Croissant City. And, oh, Brian and Erie, while Rome racks me right now for another great take on the Lakers and my NBA, like, magnificence, I'm giving you a middle finger from your mother's bedroom. V and the fee, out. I don't know, V. I think you just made Brian's point. But I still like you anyway, dude. Somehow made it to the end of the phone call with a middle finger for Brian in Erie from Brian's mother's bedroom. (laughs) With a Michael Jardians blast mixed in. I don't know, dude. And by I don't know, I do know. Let's see what else we have here really quickly. Rome, I don't know what's more embarrassing. The Lakers hanging that fake championship banner or La Liar spraying bottles of champagne around like an idiot after they won said fake championship. Will and Richmond, that's fair too. And why are you celebrating that? Like you just won something significant. You're the GOAT. You're the GOAT. You have won championships with multiple franchises. Why are you spraying anything after winning something like that? Oh, look who's in. My man, Stanley M. Brooks. I mentioned Stan Brooks earlier. He was the godfather. He was the man behind Jay Stu's movie career. He wrote on the X, thanks for the jungle shout out at Jim Rome. Those were amazing times. The films with our wooden and laconic thespian were career highlights. Though his greatest line was, Quote, want to do a mother-daughter thing? I think it was routine, Stan, wasn't it? Wasn't it a mother-daughter routine? I was going to look it up. Stan went on to write, quote, you also gave me needed on-air karma, which led to my Emmy win. 
Much love, JR. You got it, Stan. You are great, great for the brand. You were great for the product. And most of all, you were great for Jay Stu, man. I think the actual line, though, was you want to do a mother-daughter routine? Take three. Alvin, roll tape. Wait for Gina. Action. Excuse me, I'm looking for Debbie. She your friend? She's my daughter. You want to do a mother-daughter routine? Name your price. If you could just show me where she is, please. All right, so what that was, I don't remember why Jay Stu could not be on the set. Or he actually was on the set and did not nail the line, so Stan wanted us to redo the line. So Stan got on the phone and directed Jay Stu from our studio. Do that again really quickly, Alvy. Take three. Alvin, roll yes, tape. Wait for Gina. Action. Excuse me, I'm looking for Debbie. She your friend? She's my daughter. You want to do a mother-daughter routine? Name your price. If you could just show me where she is, please. It's Gina Gershon. That was Stan saying, take three. Wait for Gina. So good. Nice job, Stan. All right, that is the Tuesday edition of the program. My thanks to Ashad White. Love the way he showed up. Will Brinson also coming through in the clutch. My thanks to my XR4TI crew. Clones, nice job. See you tomorrow. We're out.